Hey, Stranger Rangers, this is Bree. This is Fatina. And you're listening to Stranger Danger, a true crime podcast. Welcome back. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> getting to the next one. We're getting in. All right. Oh my gosh. So I was listening, I was really listening back to the first episode of Wilma Plaster and and our son having his little like, oh no, it wasn't that one. It was the one before Wilma Plaster. And he was a little grumpy for nap time. And I was listening to the episode and I was like, I don't think that I like clearly indicated that Tyson's downstairs with him, like trying to console him. I'm like, oh my God, our listeners probably think that I just like threw him in a crib and was like, shut up, baby. I'm going to go record and just let him cry. Is that not what happens? I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, you just, yeah. Let them do their thing. Just throw them in a four wall cage and, um. Throw some teddy bears at it. Exactly. So I hope none of our listeners thought that I was a neglected mother. I'm probably thinking way too deep into it. He was with his dad. and Which he loves. So it's not. Yeah, no. He was not upset about that. (laughs) Exactly. I was like, oh my gosh, it just sounds like I left my baby crying in the next room while we went and recorded. But um. No, he's very well loved and very well uh, taken <laughs> care of. So please do not call CPS on me. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast, as fun as it is, does not take priority. That's funny. Over the that. kid is downstairs by himself. The mom's upstairs talking about murder. And- yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. Yeah, mother of the year right here. There we go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Well... Not speaking of mother of the year, but, but okay, all right. <laughs> another mother who um, <laughs> did the opposite and maybe would win worst mother ever. All right. Um, she is part of this case. She is not the main part of this case, but I will definitely talk about her. So this one, and I will say this, it's kind of a little disclaimer, just so I, so I don't on purpose offend anyone. So one of the main characters in this case is someone who has transitioned into female. Okay. And for when this case happened, they were still identifying as male. Mm -hmm. So I will refer to them as he, him. Mm -hmm. And then post-official transition, I will try and remember to use their then preferred pronouns, which are sure. she, her. So yeah, that makes sense. If I mean, I you got to go with. Yeah. So if I slip up, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to do it on purpose. And I will try and, and catch myself if I can, uh, but it doesn't come till very later. Um, sure. So we'll, we'll discuss that a little bit later. So gotcha. This is a case I was telling Kara, I was like, you know, <laughs> We, we try to be creative sometimes with our titles for the episodes as yeah. much as you can. Um, but this one, I think the name will be Power Rangers and JFK. And I'll tell you why. 
<laughs> what a dynamic duo. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm excited. Okay. I have no idea what so, you're going to talk about. This case starts off with Thomas and Jackie Hawks. H-A-W-K-S. The S is important and it plays a very important role in this case. They were a couple from Prescott, Arizona. If you're not from Prescott and think it's Prescott, you are you are wrong. It is Prescott. <laughs> well, I've been wrong for 35 years. Yes. So thank you for If you're talking me. about the Prescott in Oregon, it's Prescott. But if it's Prescott, Arizona, it's Prescott. Gotcha. It's just one of those weird things like Willamette and Willamette. A hundred percent. I don't want or to be one of those people. couch. Yep. <laughs> you know, exactly. we have weird names. Sorry, totally. bringing it back. So Thomas and Jackie Hawks have this beautiful love story. They're the kind of couple who met a little later in life. Mm-hmm. And Thomas was a probation officer and a bodybuilder. So he was a good looking guy. Yeah. And Jackie was his second wife. Jackie, unfortunately, had had a motorcycle accident when she was a little bit younger. And I don't know how, I don't know the specifics, but because of it, she was not able to have children. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So luckily, Thomas already had two boys. Mm -hmm. So she kind of stepped into that motherly role for them. Right. And after they both retired, they bought a 55-foot yacht. This thing was a beautiful thing. I thought you were going to say a motorhome, but a yacht. (laughs) A yacht. Okay. And she was called the well-deserved. They treated it as... the yacht was. Yes. (laughs) The yacht. That was a nickname for his wife. No. (laughs) The well-kept and the well-deserved. Exactly. Okay, got it. So they were treating the house, or sorry, the yacht as their permanent housing. They Mm -hmm. would sail. They would go dock different places um, all up and down the Pacific. Uh, They went all towards, sorry, all around the Gulf of California. Mm -hmm. They went down to Mexico sometimes. And in 2004, one of their kiddos, one of the two boys, was in Arizona and had a baby. Okay. So this was their grandchild, their very first grandchild. And because, I mean, I, grandchildren will do something crazy to grandparents. <laughs> oh, 100%. <laughs> So after a couple of years of sailing and living that retired life, carefree life, they're like, oh, we're going to sell the yacht. Mm-hmm. We're going to go buy a home in Arizona so we can be close to this little grandbaby. Totally. And so they put up the yacht on one of the local yacht magazines up for sale for $435,000. Dang. Yeah. They had bought it for $300,000. Okay. So they were going to be making a pretty good payday on this. Hell yeah. And especially if they were going to turn around and buy a house in Arizona, which is very affordable even in this market. It would have been like half of that and they would have just had to just coast and, and, and do nothing. Totally. Just hang out, golf. What else do you do in Arizona? (laughs) Exactly. So 
they put out the ad that they wanted to sell the boat and they very quickly got a response from a potential buyer called mm-hmm. Skylar De Leon. Okay. So Skylar reached out to them saying that he wanted to buy this boat from them. No negotiating on the price. He said the price he thought was good and he was ready, ready to buy it. And mm-hmm. uh, he was a younger guy. He was in his early or mid twenties at this time. Mm-hmm. So Thomas was like, uh, who are you? Why are you so young and have so much money? Cause that's a lot of money to drop cash on a boat. Oh, cash. Yeah. Okay. That's what he was yeah. claiming. He was going to pay him, pay him cash. So he's like, well, you know, I'm a family man. I was a child actor mm. and I have some money set aside and this is what we want to do with our money. We also want to make it our permanent home and, you know, raise our family there. I don't sure. know how many rooms this yacht had, but I mean, probably enough to raise one or two kids. So he actually calls in for this meetup with the Hawks, his wife, Jennifer DeLeon. Okay. This is the mother of the year I'm talking about. Okay, gotcha. And not so mother of the year. <laughs> but she shows up as a sign of confidence to them, you know, that she she shows up pregnant, very pregnant. Okay. <laughs> and another kid in tow. Mm-hmm. To show that Skyler is indeed a family man looking to buy this house for his family. Sure. And the Hawks, I guess that kind of brought his guard down because seeing a baby and seeing a pregnant woman, these these are two of the most like disarming things you could be presented with. Totally. Right. So he's like, all right, well, let's go forward with this purchase. And they did one last uh sale themselves just the two uh, just thomas and jackie hawks they did one more sale Mm -hmm. and then uh before actually purchasing it skylar asked them for what's called what i've come to find out is might be called a seaworthy trip just to take the boat out with him on board to test her seaworthiness okay and they were also going to take the opportunity to just show him the ropes around that boat. I'm sure it's just like any other house or any other boat where you're sure. like, uh, you know, you have to do this here. You have to, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, this store, you have to jimmy it a little harder, whatever it is. Right. So on the day that they showed up to take this, uh, the boat out, it was November 15th, 2004. And Thomas thought it was just either going to be Skylar or Skylar and his wife, because, mm-hmm. you know, she was going to be living on as well. Instead, he showed up with two different men. And he told him that this was his accountant and a friend that were going with him on the boat. Okay. To figure it out. I mean, that's a red flag. Yeah, I would be asking questions at that point if I was Thomas. Why do yeah? Why do these two people need to come with you? Okay, and I think because he had previously met his pregnant wife and kid, he thought, well, what's what's wrong with them coming? You know what I mean? Sure. 
what's so odd about these men coming? Like, oh, maybe I'm overthinking this or something like that. Right. I don't know. So, unfortunately, the boat came back, but the hawks did it. Mm-hmm. And on November 26th, so about 11 days after, there was an attempt made to access the Hawks account, bank account in Mexico. Okay. And the family was notified, and that's when they filed a missing persons report in Carlsbad, California with the police department. Oh, wow. So they had no idea about them disappearing until nope. the account got flagged. Yep. Wow. Well, the reason why they didn't, um, and I did question that gap as well, is that um, their car was not to be found either. So they thought maybe they did sell the boat, a purchase went through, and they have this all windfall of money, and they probably drove down to Mexico, and they're probably having margaritas by the beach right now and sure are off and it wasn't a uh, daily contact because they were still in California and the boys were in Arizona. So I don't mm-hmm. think that they were trying to constantly reach them. Gotcha. Okay. So that accounts a little bit for that gap in, in the 11 days. Yeah. <sighs> so their car is missing. That's worth noting as well. So on November 29th, police eventually tracked down Skylar because that's the person who had been in touch with to purchase the boat from. And he told them that he had bought the boat from the Hawkses and had the proof of purchase documents to prove it. Mm -hmm. So he had the title signed over to him and he also had a power of attorney signed to him. (laughs) Why? I don't know. He gave some baloney story that the Hawkses wanted to maybe buy a house in Mexico and he wanted uh-huh. him to help with that because he offered to help with buying a house in Mexico. He that then Skyler offered to help the Hawkses buy a house in Mexico. Yes, you got so it. So they would give him power of attorney. Yes. That is very far-fetched, but go ahead. Very far-fetched. <laughs> he also then admitted that he the money that he had used to buy the boat was money that he was intending to launder from a, an armed burglary that was related to him in 2002 which he had been convicted of and had been in jail for oh okay that's not a good thing to admit to no it's not no <laughs> i know so skylar then says, well, here are the documents. Here are the signed documents. They're signed by a notary. Mm-hmm. And they show that they signed over the boat to us after we purchased it. And here's the POA. Right. They reach out to the notary and they try and confirm the validity of the documents. Were you there when, you know, did you actually witness this transaction happening? And Mm -hmm. she says, yes. She's able to describe Thomas to a T. Mm -hmm. But when it came to describing Jackie, she unfortunately missed the biggest piece, which Jackie had chopped off her hair and had spiked it up at this point. Okay. And the person that she witnessed had long, curly, wavy hair. Very big difference. Very big difference. 
And I don't know if she's saying they were docked somewhere when this happened. I couldn't get clarification on that. I don't think she was on the boat with them when this happened. Okay. So it must have happened when they came back off. When they when the boat came back without them. Sure. One of the witnesses to this um, notary signature or to the document being signed was Alonzo McCain. Okay. And they also wanted to speak with him about what happened. So um, they also, in the background, had an all-persons bulletin or be on the lookout for this vehicle that was missing of theirs. Mm -hmm. And someone in Mexico called the police and said, I'm staring at the car you're looking at, looking for. Oh, Wow. So the police go down there. They coordinate with the police uh, in Mexico to go knock on the door of whose door this is in front of. Mm -hmm. And the guy tells him right away. He said he's speaking Spanish to the officer. But the detective said, I'm able to understand that right away. He says Skylar de Leon and Jennifer de Leon. That's who went and dropped off the car. So now they've got this car Mm -hmm. that had been missing. And it does, they do some DNA or some fingerprint pulls from them. And it does show that Skylar de Leon was in that vehicle. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, so now they're talking to Skylar again. They track down Alonzo McCain. And I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing Alonzo's last name right. It's M-A-C-H-A-I-N. McChain? Oh man, I guess it just would depend McCain? on the, the origin of the last name. I think I that know. you could say McCain. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go with McCain. Yeah. So they track him down and they realize that Alonso was a prison guard at the prison okay. where Skylar had served their sentence for the armed burglary mm-hmm. in 2002. Right. Apparently, they became chummy little friends. Mm-hmm. And once Skylar was out of prison, so Alonzo folds. Alonzo right away is spewing his guts out and he is sure. telling the detectives everything that they need to hear. If it weren't for him, this case would not have been as, uh, they wouldn't have known as many details because they also tried going over to Jennifer and saying, hey, we have, the car down in Mexico with yours and Skylar's DNA in it. Right. And we know that Skylar was the last to have contact with them trying to bite this boat. Right. And we have a witness that has named both of you dropping the car off in front of their house. Right. And the power of attorney that POA had a crucial error, which in hindsight seems that it was the very last ditch effort that Jackie could do to try and signal for some sort of help when she, we know now was forced to sign these papers. Okay. She did not write the S in Hawks. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't know how to spell their own last name? Mm-hmm. And the S was written down afterwards different pen stroke it was not the same so they knew something was off jennifer was given 
was presented with the deal of complete immunity. Uh huh. Complete immunity. You get to live the rest out of your life with your toddler and mm-hmm. the baby that you're pregnant with. Because at this right. point, she is seven months pregnant. Right. Tell us what happened. Tell us what you know. Mm-hmm. And I guess young love won or dumb love where she stayed tight-lipped and did not say a word against Skylar. Oh my gosh. I don't know how she thought they were going to get away with this, especially with so much evidence that they had even up at that point. Yeah, because I'm sure they were very upfront with her like, hey, this is what we have. This is what we know. This is what we're willing to offer you. We're throwing you a bone here because you're a mom. And that's probably the only... And I don't know if that was not made in front of, if that offer was not presented in front of an attorney with her, because I don't know what attorney wouldn't say, dude, fucking talk. Yeah. You're screwed if you don't agree to this. And you're given this opportunity to walk away scot-free, even if you later say I killed him myself. Sure. So we'll, we'll put a pin in that and we'll come back. Totally. So Alonzo, like I said, was spilling his guts and he did say everything that happened that day of in November. So he said that even prior to that, Skylar had come up to him and his other friend, John F. Kennedy. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. I wish I was shitting with you. I'm not. His name is John Fitzgerald Kennedy. So, Oh, it is actually his name. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yes, that's his name. (laughs) Um, And had this plan for a get-rich-quick scheme. Mm -hmm. Um. And they they went they went out to the boat and the plan was to force them to sign the papers, which they did. Um, they said that John F. Kennedy feigned being seasick and he went down to the bottom part of the boat. And after some time where he wasn't coming back up, which we know this was all a ruse. Mm-hmm. Thomas being the captain of the boat and everything and it being his boat went down to check on him as well. And that's when he was confronted and blindsided, I'm sure, by John F. Kennedy and um, by Skyler. So Skyler was is not a, was not a huge man. Um, John F. Kennedy was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a bigger guy. Um, definitely could see him tackling some football players. But sure. He was, um, so then after they, I guess, overpowered him, Mm -hmm. uh, Jackie was hearing all this commotion and she was wondering what was happening. She came down as well. They tied them both up. I believe they eventually brought them upstairs where they were forced to sign everything. So what I'm thinking is that the notary just lied about being there at all. Mm. And they had their IDs with them and she described them based off of their IDs. Yeah. Because Jackie had recently cut her hair. 
So her ID picture still had long hair. Gotcha. Okay. The other thing that I was thinking and thought you were maybe going to say was that um, Skylar's wife pretended to be Jackie. That's what I was thinking at first, but I think Mm -hmm. the ID being incorrect is more likely since she was able to describe Thomas, but not Jackie. And it would make sense with their ages and that they, yeah, totally. Yeah. So after they tied them up and... You know, Alonzo said that, you know, Jackie, you know, was pleading with them. I want to see my grandchild one last time. Mm -hmm. And through tied up hands, Thomas just reached over as much as he could. And he was just stroking Jackie's hand with his fingers. Oh, my gosh. I know. That is so heartbreaking. And then between Skylar and John F. Kennedy, they then grabbed one of the anchors and tied it up to them and then set sail for one of the deepest part in the Catalina waters and let the anchor go. Oh my gosh. That is like stuff of literal nightmares. I'm like pulling the skin off of my face right now. That is unimaginable. They were still alive. Yes. Oh my God. That is so sad. Yeah. And at first visit when the detectives had gone to go see the vote, you know, they didn't see anything amiss, but later realized, um, I think one of the detectives told the story that he reached out to, I believe, an old co-worker asking him, what should I be looking for if if something happened in a boat? Sure. You know, if a murder happened in a boat. He's like, is there any anchors missing? Oh. And then he went back to look at all the pictures that were posted for the sale uh-huh. And there were indeed two anchors, uh-huh. and now there was only one. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have even thought of that, but yeah, that Same. 100% Because there makes was sense. no, you know, luminol everywhere and right. blood everywhere. <sighs> yeah, there, there was no murder that took place on the ship. Right. Their life wow. ended underwater. Yeah. Yeah. So... Then at first they had, while they tied up their case and everything, they had arrested Skylar for money laundering because mm-hmm. you can't use stolen money to buy something either. Exactly. Um, and Jennifer, being the dumbass that she is, declined the immunity deal. Like anytime you're offered immunity, even if you're on Survivor, you take it. Yeah. Like there, there's no chance you don't take it. No doubt. And so she, oh God, I'm just so mad at her because she has children. It, that's the thing. Like, how do you say no to that for y- your children? So a little bit more about Skylar before I continue. So why this is, you know, known as the Power Ranger case. And I think um, it all started with a 
Brazilian news source that misquoted or there was some misunderstanding where they put it as him being the Red Ranger. He was not the mm-hmm. Red Ranger. Because <laughs> let me tell you, my wife rattled off the names, like real life names of all the Rangers. Because she's like, that's not the Red Ranger. And I was like, what? <laughs> like their actual actor names? No, like, like their names. Right. Yeah. She's like, the blue one's Billy and the pink one's Kim and yeah. the, and the yellow one's tree. And I was like, how do you know this? Of course, Kara would know of that. I am she not, knows I'm not surprised. And she's like, all. and the red one is Jason. And I was like, how do you it know is. that? It is I know. Jason. I had to Google it. I, I like, love her so much. I know. That's exactly what I said. I was like, I love you so much. And you remember everything. But yeah, the Red Ranger is Jason and not Skylar. So Skylar was, I believe, I don't know. So that was a chosen name. Okay. They were born and named John Jacob Julius Jake, sorry. John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Not to be confused with. (laughs) Um, John Jacob Julius Jacobson Jr. Shut up. I wish I was joking. One hell of a name. Okay, your parents were cruel, but that's beside the point. Okay. So then... (laughs) <laughs> so sometime I believe in his early adult life he changed his name to Skylar Julius de Leon okay and in hindsight that might have been because Skylar is somewhat of a gender neutral name sure that would totally make sense yeah so Skylar was sentenced to death Oh, wow. In the state of California. And in 2000, let me see here. On March 13th, 2008, whilst in jail, Skylar decided to wrap a piece of the bedding around their genitalia Mm -hmm. and used some sort of cutting device to try and cut off said genitalia. Oh my gosh, that's not a good idea. No. 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 Um, they petitioned with the state to get gender reassignment surgery. Mm-hmm. And that was not granted by the state of California. They were able to legally change their gender to female Mm -hmm. but I believe they remain at death row at San San Quentin State Prison which I believe is a male prison under a psychiatric hold gotcha and I think that you are right about that as well I do think that San Quentin is the male male only prison because the female prison is in Chowchilla okay yeah, which is where Jennifer now stays oh. for for life. Sure. Um, she was found guilty on two counts of first-degree murder. Mm-hmm. Um, and after only four hours of deliberation, she was given life. Go from 
snitch a little. Right. And have your life with your kids. Right. To now life in prison, I'm good. What the hell? Oh my, yeah, the, that math does not math. And she's a damn idiot. So, John F. Kennedy, which I can't, JFK. Too much. Um, was a former Crips gang member in Long Beach. Okay. He was also a former youth pastor. So, oh. I mean. Yeah, that seems like. Things just um, to be good sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> seems like a natural uh, profession oh. uh, transition. Yeah. Um. Apparently, he was recruited the same day of the murder. Oh. So, it's not confirmed whether or not they were, like, friend-friends mm-hmm. before this. Gotcha. Uh, and Alonzo, the one that, like, spilled the beans for everyone, he testified against everyone. Uh, Thank God. he got 20 years for his oh, involvement. Moose. Wow. Well, <laughs> yeah, wants to be part of the podcast right now. Okay, good <laughs> So uh they all got something in regards to this. And and if um the defense for Skyler alleged that the money that would have been gained by this mm-hmm. would have been for a gender reassignment surgery. And there might be some validity to this. Skylar had already put down a down payment on the gender reassignment surgery prior to this. Wow. So they are now female presenting Mm -hmm. and in jail. And there is a picture floating around of them with another guy in the picture. And and it looks like a conjugal visit. Oh. So... He could have gotten himself a man. I'm sure they could have gotten themselves a man. I'm not. I'm not sure. So, um, I mean, yeah, Jennifer's not coming to visit anytime soon. Right? So, yeah, yeah. So sad for the kids involved. So sad, everyone. For yes. both his kids, because I'm sure she probably ended up having the kid in jail. Which who wants to have that experience? Right. Um, even if they did take her to the hospital, I mean, you get your see your kid maybe for what a day or two in your handcuffs, depending I'm on the sure, like the whole time that yeah. you're in the hospital. Yeah. Um, and then the grandkid and the kids for Thomas and Jackie, mm-hmm. like that little baby didn't even get to see his grandparents for exactly. more than a couple of times, right? Yeah. I um. I'm only a little bit surprised that Alonzo got such a lengthy sentence because of how much information he provided. I believe Um, he was up for parole in 2021. I'm not sure how that went, though. So that would have been like maybe 11-ish years or something like that? Yeah. Are there ghosts? No, it's Rizzy. <laughs> oh, it's Rizzy. Oh, all of our dogs want to uh, be in the episode. <laughs> That's cute. That's my baby. Oh, there she That's is. There we go. Little, little, uh, A doggy special. Guest spot. Yep, doggy yep. special. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that, um, okay, that had a lot of different weird twists yeah. and turns. Yeah, that's, that's so sad. Um, 
I'm so sad for Jackie and way Thomas. to go too. Like, holy shit. I thought the whole JFK reference was going to come from the fact that his wife's name was Jackie. Oh, gotcha. No, didn't even put those together. So Power Rangers, JFK and Jackie. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, his name is actually John Fitzgerald Kennedy, which That's is funny. just mind blowing. But yeah, it, it's a terrible... <sighs> I don't even want to know that. I don't even want to say that it's greed. Obviously, he had a past of burglary, so I don't know. Some oh. people just can't help themselves. And I'm sorry, just I don't know if I finished it, but he wasn't the Red Ranger. He had. <laughs> he was not. He he did some kid commercial commercials as a kid, and then he appeared on the Power Rangers as a kid and it was twice and it was not a speaking role. Gotcha. So technically he was on the Power Rangers and if I were him, I would also claim that I was on the Power Rangers because who's going to stop me? Totally. But he was not a Power Ranger. He was not Jason. He was not Jason. So uh, that is... The story of Power Rangers and JFK on oh a boat. Oh my gosh. On, on a boat. On the a Catalina boat. wine mixer. Golly, man. I feel so bad for the Hawkses. They were, they had worked so hard to get the boat in the first place. And then just to have it go downhill like that. Well, and, uh, you know, you talked about like being new grandparents and I feel like if you're somebody that has kids, your next goal after having kids is hoping that your kids have kids so that you can be a grandparent. And that's like one of the last milestones beyond retirement that I think one looks forward to in their life is having that grandchild that you can spoil Spoil. and have for sleepovers and, you know, just, just make those last memories and that's so sad that they had to have that opportunity stripped away from them when they were very much looking yeah. to settle down and be present they were looking and, right at it yeah having that next that next chapter Just of their life away from them oh my gosh i mean not that i've yeah. ever dreamed of having a boat or a yacht although that would be like <laughs> super amazing like boats really freak me out for that reason and it's just so easy to have things go sideways and the ocean is a very vast piece of our landscape. The ocean's a bitch. It is a bitch. She is beautiful, but I want... She's a powerful bitch. I want little to nothing to do with her. I don't... My mom scared me of open water since I was little. She's scared of open water like that. And I'm not... I would go into open water, but golly not knowing what's underneath you or just how to add no i can do lakes Mm -hmm. i think we've talked about this yes we'll do like smaller (laughs) water things Mm -hmm. but yeah um, i don't know about that ocean i mean there was even a commercial that came on about like this like super family fun cruise you know like they have the disney cruise oh yeah yeah stuff like that and i'm like all that Although that would be really, really cool. Like, I don't think I'll ever go on a cruise. I want to so bad. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't, oh, I don't know. My, my true crime mind just lets it rabbit hole way too deep on things that can go weird on cruises out in the ocean. That's true. 
Or uh, when you're docked somewhere and you're just, yeah. 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 There's so many things. There would be fun parts to it, but I would maybe take a little bit of convincing for me to buy into it. But well, that was a, that was a good, interesting case. Isn't that crazy? That is that is crazy. Um, oh, and you know, maybe I'll follow up with this. I I guess while I was looking this up, because of the word Power Rangers, because I was trying to determine completely what his involvement was. I guess there's other Power Ranger murders, oh, right? So that's segue. my next one. Yeah, right? yeah. Just I'm telling you, they're all like intricate. It's so weird. You're falling into a really good place in the true crime covering world when one inspires the next. So, yeah, I want to hear more about Power Ranger murders. Yeah. So something something along those lines. I don't know if it's, (coughs) excuse me, if they did the killing or if they were killed. So I'll have to look into that. Either way, I'm just like, man, hitting all my, all the 90s kids feels. I know. I was going to say something for all of us 90s babies to yeah. uh, look, or 90s kids to look forward to. Yeah. Awesome. Well, very right. cool. Um, I think that's all that we have for today. Don't be a stranger, guys. And gosh, Halloween is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll dig up another Halloween case Ooh. this year. We'll Fun. see what happens. Or a spooky one. Yeah, a spooky one. I've been wanting to cover something that having to do with haunting so bad, but they are hard to research, I tell you. Yeah. Because experiences and stories are so all over the place. I know. And, oh, I can't remember if I've told you this or not. I think I've told you this in person, but I haven't talked about it on the podcast. I think it was... No, it wasn't last Halloween because I was doing this. So it was the one before and Mackenzie was covering the conjuring house. Uh-huh. And she talked about where she did some of her research. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go watch those YouTube videos. And I was sitting at home alone nope. watching these videos of the conjuring house. My grandma had just given us like one of those iRobot um, floor vacuum things i'm sitting there watching this all of a sudden something spooks moose he goes running underneath the table rips the charger out of my uh my laptop and then the vacuum turns on i don't know how out of nowhere and stops running and i'm like okay um not doing that this season we're gonna close this laptop i'm gonna go turn on some spongebob for a palate (laughs) cleanser because that just got way too fucking scary way too quick and i'm done with uh i don't do possession i don't do possession hard uh yeah there's a new which i'm sure a lot of people have seen there's a new mm -mm. commercial out for the nun exorcist or that too Uh, yes exorcist and the nun a spinoff of the conjuring and i was like um yeah i won't be watching those anytime soon i saw that and i was like there's two little girls back to back and they're getting an exorcism done on them i was like "Mm -mm." no as much as i do love scary movies when it comes to scary movies that could be real I don't like them. That's that's exactly where I lie. And I feel like especially with um, movies having to do with demons and possessions and all of that, that that's um, a little too real for my horror taste. You know what I like this time of year? And this is weird and, and it is kind of morbid, but I love rewatching Final Destinations. Oh, those are good. Or, especially or, now um, that I know what's coming. 
Oh yeah. Once you've seen yeah. them a million times, it's, yeah. it's a lot, a lot less jaunting. Um, or like the original scream movies. Oh yeah. I mm-hmm. love those around Halloween. Yeah. Totally. Sure. And then I just saw the craft got, uh, was available on Hulu. Ooh, so that's, I know. I've never seen the craft. What? I know. Oh my God. I know. Good thing we're not in person or you'd slap me. No, but I yeah, I would never. <laughs> Can you imagine? You Just haven't watch. seen the craft. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yes. And Halloween Town and Hocus mm-hmm. Pocus. And oh, that's a classic. So many movies to watch this season. Totally. Love that. Okay, and, well, I'll go make a watch list in my and here's Netflix. To, here's to start a whole new debate. This is my go-to candy. Oh man. Love. I know love some people don't like it. I I, love I, it. I have to be craving candy corn. I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. I don't have those types of feelings towards it, but it is one of those candies that I have to crave it to eat it. I crave I'm it like this that. time of year if that's what yeah. you mean. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Most definitely. Oh man. All right. Well, thanks so All much right. for tuning in, guys. Um, we will catch you on the nep- on the next episode. And I know I already said it, but don't be a stranger. Um, we'll be here. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>